close. Hey, look, close enough. All right, welcome back, everybody. <laughs> and this is a very special episode of Acts of Pod. I'm bringing back um, a, a recurring special guest. Um, oh, again, let me just <laughs> lead vocalist here, Gina. Dream maker, heartbreaker. Um, and I'm bringing a session musician that I've worked with before. She She's actually helped me out on my... Um, my independent album, <laughs> All Right Laptop, <laughs> um, uh, which is, again, a tribute to OK Computer. Um, so Megan, again, an incredible session musician, visionary. Megan, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm happy to be here. Um, I'm glad we're getting a little press for your for your album. It's about time. Uh, I know. And I feel like because the other girls aren't here, I don't feel... You know, I don't feel guilty about just doing a full court press yeah. on what I feel like is a visionary, <laughs> like, reconception of OK Computer, which, all right, laptop. I'm just happy I, to be a, a little, a tiny, tiny little part of that vision. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, like I said. And um, I feel like, you know, like you're really the the Brian Eno of this setup, like, you know, well, like, qui- like a quiet genius. And you've really been so supportive, um, and always wearing a black coat with crow feathers. Yeah, I was going to say any opportunity to wear feathers, I'm there. Uh, <laughs> We're on the same wavelength right now. Same page, <laughs> which again, which has helped me so much on all right laptop. Um, again, so today, wow, you know, here on Axopod, what we like to do is choose a story in the news and just provide a little bit of historical context and help it make sense. Well, you know what? It's hard to make sense of the nonsense, if you know (laughs) what I mean, Megan. So much. So much nonsense. I don't even know where to start. (laughs) Stop making sense. But, you know... There's been a lot of stories out and it's, you know, there, it's a lot, there are a lot of them that are pretty gloomy, but, um, I thought, why not go with the most rock and roll exciting topic of them all? (laughs) Tell me. (laughs) Taxes. Oh, okay. (laughs) I know when I hear a story about taxes, I can't get enough. Like like Depeche Mode, I just can't get enough. Just can't get let the good times roll. <laughs> I mean, seriously. And um, well, there was a, a a big expose in the New York Times, and I think we were all absolutely shocked to find out <laughs> that our president may may have committed tax fraud of all things and paid. $750 on his taxes. Mm-hmm. I I was I was absolutely shocked. Uh there was several details and I would say like listen listen to Rachel Maddow for those details. Uh, or Michael Bar- 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 <laughs> on on the daily um cuz they did great I mean all of those they did really great jobs on those fine details but I I wanted to, I, and I'm glad that you're willing to take this journey with me. I wanted to, why do you, why do you think it would be important to know, to know about somebody's taxes if they were running your country? Yeah. I mean, pretty much first reason they're hair bills, 
hair care. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, again, it's like you're reading my mind, Megan. You're reading my mind. Because it's like, what? Highlights, lowlights. Right off the top. Who's doing that? Who's who's got, is it a hair dryer? Like, I mean, is it a diffuser? Is that what's getting that lift? That volume? I need to know. I want the deets. Like, what's the $15,000? Like, is that, are we doing hair treatments? Is it? Whew. Right. So good. I'm glad. Again, like, we're twinning on this. But, and also, I think it's important to know if, for example, you owed maybe 10, 15, 700 million dollars to somebody. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Would that put you in a compromised position? Right? Yeah. Like, um, like, for example, if, if you and I were like looking for an apartment together and you were like, Hey, Gina, I don't know if this is going to make you nervous, but I owe tens of thousands of dollars to drug dealers all over the place. So I want a little extra security. I'd be like, let's, you know what? I think I'm going to find another roommate. Right? Like, right. right. Yeah. That would, like, that made me nervous. Yeah. You're going to be waiting every, every time the door knocks, it's uh collector's on their way. Right. <laughs> and also, oh, did you steal my medication? Right. Like, that's another, that's another, sure. that's another. Are there right. videos? <laughs> like, what's the blackmail sitch? What's going on? <laughs> right, right. Collateral. Um, uh, if you're watching, if you're watching the vow, there's a lot of uh, talks about collateral these days. Yeah. So I'd, I'd have reservations, but again, these are all like things I would wonder. But, um, you know, but we, again, this is not the first time people had questions about somebody they had in a position of trust and authority. Pro- I would, I would venture to say the premier position of trust <laughs> and authority. Um, and it started, uh, with Nixon. And again, there's been so many parallels between these two guys. Um, all good. <laughs> All good. But um, I thought if you wouldn't mind, Megan, I would, you know, just present the present the first case of let's let's see the receipts. Yeah. Nixon. Tell me a tale. You don't mind? (laughs) No, not at all. If I (laughs) like I did with my original concept for All Right Laptop, (laughs) I'd like to spin you a soulful visual yarn. Yeah. Of the first time we had to ask our president, dude, is there something going on? Because you're, it's a little shady. Yeah. And I don't mean under the sycamore tree. (laughs) Okay. All right. So here we go. I'm going to pull out my copious notes. So originally, so there were several, several publications back in the 70s that they were really going after Nixon because honestly he was a pretty easy target. Yeah. He had a had a he had a real hard time doing things right. <laughs> um so it was started with the Washington Post back in 1973. So back in the day like if the presidents could give like their papers, they could I think they could like gift them to universities 
and for that gift they could they could have it as a tax write-off or they could qualify for a deduction um <laughs> but here's where where tricky dick got in a sticky wicket um his for these gifts um he wrote off five hundred thousand dollars whoa right um and so and that's just the first that's just for his trash that's his first blip on the trash radar. So the New York Times um, thought that he might owe some to capital gains taxes on a land deal he had in California, and then um, and then the Providence Journal Bulletin, which I mean, famous, mm-hmm. famous publication. Um, I'm sorry, I'm sure they are. I, I don't know why God, I Providence said that. is a fine town. I look, I've never been there, but I'm sure it's great. I yeah. don't know why I said that. You know, it's it's got an airport that's lovely. Yeah, you know. it's a big town in a small state. Sure, it showed that, and I feel like this is going to really resonate. This number is going to really resonate. They had gotten a hold of his tax returns, and it showed that he paid just seven hundred and ninety-two dollars and eighty-one cents in federal income taxes in 1970. And eight hundred and seventy-eight dollars and three cents in nineteen seventy-one, and his annual salary was two hundred thousand dollars. Whoa! Right. So it's kind of, again, it's a, a bit of a parallel. Um, again, I mean, to the seven hundred fifty dollar. Sure. Uh, even worse, again, though. I mean, even worse now. <laughs> Because <laughs> if you're supposed to be a billionaire, what are we like fifty years later? Is that is that possible that it's been fifty years? Ouch! <laughs> I mean, look. I mean, if somebody if somebody born in the seventies could be in their forties, nearing their fifties, that's so old and gross. <laughs> I hate to think of it. Just kidding. Um. So uh, Nixon agreed to publicly release his returns. And this is his quote. The confidentiality of my private finances is far less important to me than the confidence of the American people and the integrity of the president. Yeah. Anyway. You know, I didn't, I didn't realize that, um, that the your tax returns are protected under the Constitution, the, your, the privacy of your taxes. Okay, fine. So that was nice of him to release them. Yeah, I know, and that's the other thing. Like, what assholes are we <laughs> to have demanded such a thing? You know, to even question him, like, and for him to do that for us. You know, it's kind of like, you know, if you asked, like, if you suspected somebody of an affair (laughs) and they were like, I mean, you know what? Maybe I do have a second phone, but how dare you ask? (laughs) Who's the real villain here? Definitely some 70s gaslighting. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Anyway, I can feel that dim light Oof. on my shoulders walking down that musty street. But um, so the 
they call it the, oh, man, I really should have looked this up. But, oh, so it was a committee, uh, they, he submitted it to a committee, um, and it was like the Joint Council, I'm going to say for taxes, yeah, it was this- the JCT. <laughs> Look, I could look. I could have Googled it, Megan, and I really wanted to, but I, I forgot. And maybe I'll just put it in later. But anyway, doesn't matter, guys. Do you really care? It's the JCT. That's how they. You know what? When they they had monogram jackets, it just said the JCT, and I feel like that's <laughs> like, some like Letterman jackets. That, you know, like those silk jackets, like in the seventies, and like they would go around. Okay. They were so proud of it. And I feel like I don't want to de- demean them by thinking the full name. But anyway, so they went through it. And rather than the $792.81, they figured that it was more it was more likely that he actually owed. Um, and here, where was it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Four hundred and seventy-five thousand and four hundred and thirty-one dollars. What? Including interest for unpaid taxes for over four years. Mm-mm. Yeah, it amounted to half of his net worth. The IRS simultaneously did its own audit of Nixon, and it came to a similar finding that it determined he owned a, owed about four hundred and thirty-two. So really, yeah, okay, half a million, yep. give or take. So that was, so that's the precedent, and ever since that time, because it you know was a big, a big stink. I mean, there's quite there's a bit of a gap between, right, like seven hundred dollars and half a million. You know, presidents just sort of, and even like people running it, they were like, look, I have nothing to hide. I'm just gonna go ahead. You can see my taxes. You can see where my, and it was also a way to show like I I don't have like any. They can. They would divest from any sort of foreign interest to show that they're not bought, Mm-mm. right? There's just no like. <laughs> there's nobody in like. Oh, I don't know, Kazakhstan that has like <laughs> <laughs> millions of dollars invested in a deserted golf course somewhere. Um, yeah. So things like that that would. <sighs> Gina, I gotta interrupt you to confirm that it's the Joint Committee on Taxation. Yeah, like I yeah, said, you got it. I think. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I didn't say commission. I think I said committee. But no, it's I committee. Want- it's committee. That's right. Uh, okay. Yeah, that feels good. Okay. <sighs> and uh, did you see that picture of the the silk jackets that they wore? <laughs> no. <laughs> They look good. I'm getting one. Yeah. I'm, so I'm going to make them. Still yeah. Well, I, if you see one on eBay, snap it up because it goes so fast. All right. I'm on it. So um, th- another thing that this scandal highlights, which is, you know, why is it that people like Donald Trump or people that are very wealthy. Why is it that it's, it seems as if it's a lot easier to get away with these huge tax crimes. And, you know, why is it that, you know, (laughs) the people that, that pay 30% of their income, like hardworking people, you know, don't see the kind of return that they'd like 
from their tax money and that other people they can hire armies of tax lawyers are not paying anywhere near 30% of their income. Um, and I think a really good answer for this is that the IRS is, has been sort of degraded, uh, over the past couple of decades. So they're not really able to enforce, uh, these really high, like, just tax fraud like they used to be. And we're missing out on billions of dollars of tax revenue. Mm-hmm. And like, it, it really does sort of favor the rich. And I don't know. I don't think it's fair. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting to see how the, how the IRS is uh, just, I mean, <laughs> in a way you're, it makes you happy too, right? Like less likely that you're going to get audited. <laughs> Like the less people there are at the IRS, um, but you know it's definitely you can tell that the the numbers have been dwindling um, in the last several years at least. Well, yeah, and believe me, I don't I don't think there was ever a time that I ever thought I would really just be proposing that we would <laughs> <laughs> like add to the budget for the IRS and really support them. <laughs> Um, you know, cause you would always hope that, you know, if anything that, well, you know, you could get a little, a little loosey goosey or a little crazy <laughs> and like people wouldn't be on your back about it. But the problem is, is that, well, here, if you, if you'll allow me, I'd like to spin you another little yarn Take it. about what happened to an often derided government agency called the IRS. Now, um, it really started, I think, in earnest with, now, we never did this podcast, but I did a lot of research for it. And it was mostly, I think, because the title was so strong for me. Um, It was um, right before Christmas, and it was going to be called the Newt Gingrich that stole Congress. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and um, I felt so good about it. I was so strong, yeah. and I had like a little graphic I wanted to use. Um, that's the that's definitely the one that got away, <laughs> right? And like, because they were, I remember they were asking you like, "Why are you so like? Wh- why do you have such a passion about this?" I was like, "Just guys, just believe me." I, it starts with an idea, you know. <laughs> you know, I, I was like. <laughs> I was like, not only is he so terrible, because he really is. Like, it, oh man, I could just there's just no bottom with this guy, but the title. Um, but anyway, so he he uh, he just really wanted to take a chunk out of the IRS, and they had started this investigation. And and again, just like with almost everything, um, he's behind. It, it ended up being um, a total sham. And, uh, and he didn't really get his way. That's not where it started, but where the, where the real like devaluing and and gutting of the IRS began was, um, with the Affordable Care Act. So essentially what, when Obama, you know, what Obama was trying to do with the Affordable Care Act is that when he presented it, he wanted it, that he wanted to show that this bill was fully funded. Right. Because he knew Mm -hmm. it was going to be so hard to get across. 
And so he, it was presented as a tax bill. So um, immediately, in order to sort of hollow out the bill, they started chipping away at the IRS so they could, you know, in order to sort of defund the Affordable Care Act. So, I mean, it, it, there was this sort of like sick dance between the two of these things that honestly just hurt everybody. Republicans have cited the ACA as a reason to withhold funding from the IRS. In 2013, in response to an IRS request for a budget increase, former Representative Andrew Crenshaw, a Florida Republican, who then sat on the House Appropriation Committee, said any kind of increase of this magnitude was going to be a challenge for some very basic reasons. There are a lot of obviously... Ob- uh, wait, sorry. There are a lot of objections to the Affordable Health Care Act, a lot of objections to Obamacare. So, I mean, that was like a very... Oh, no, I was just going to say, surprisingly, if we just taxed everyone and didn't have all the tax loopholes, we really wouldn't even need the Affordable Care Act because we could just pay for people's health insurance. <laughs> well, that's exactly right. <laughs> and the other thing, too, is that... Um, so the IRS was trying to implement the Affordable Care Act against Congress's wishes. Again, this mm-hmm. at the point at this time, this was like right after that huge. If you remember, like uh, there was that 2010 Tea Party oh, yep. election, right? Yep. So, and um, the Republican narrative take it hold. The IRS had to be held accountable for wasting millions on lavish conferences and persecuting conservative nonprofits for their political beliefs. Oh, yeah, I remember this now. Mm-hmm. That was a huge story. Yeah. So um, these charges ignored the convenient or the inconvenient facts that the IRS conference spending had already plummeted from $38 million to $5 million in 2012 before the Republicans first criticized the agency for overspending. And the inspector general reports later pointed out that the IRS division that oversaw tax exempt organizations had also targeted progressive groups. So, and oh, and all of this is from like, there's a great ProPublica series about the IRS. So like, this is taken directly from that. But um, the thing of it is, is that (laughs) the other thing, it wasn't just about the Affordable Care Act, but when you defund the IRS, um, you'll never believe who really benefits from this. Um, oh, unless you're thinking the ultra rich and corporations, <laughs> because of course, like the, when there wasn't the funding to, uh, really, you, so like people that had really expensive tax schemes going on, like you have really highly trained professionals to go after that. If you don't have like the kind of money to support them and support these investigations, they go elsewhere. Right. You know, like those skills are really valued elsewhere. They could go to the private sector. So those like so you're losing billions of dollars in tax revenue right off the bat. Yep. So Swiss bank accounts, Cayman Islands, all of those you're talking about like you're maybe getting like 20, maybe 30 percent of those catching that. Then you're missing people who just don't file. They don't file at all. You can't follow up on that because you just Wesley simply Snipes. don't have. Wesley Snipes. Right. <laughs> um, talking... well, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Willie Nelson, Willie God Nelson. bless him. <laughs> but tons of entertainers. Right. But they just don't file at all. Yeah. And 
that's the thing because you just you don't have you don't have the staff to go after them. Yeah. And you know that like after 10 years, like it's forgiven. So there were people that owed millions of dollars and then after 10 years, like they were like free and clear. They they even had like reports of people that would celebrate. <laughs> they were just like but they just didn't have the staff. Wow. And again, you're t- you're talking about missed opportunities here because there are, again, so many programs, like you were saying, not even just like the Affordable Care Act, but people could just like outright, outright support, well, yeah, like socialized medicine or wait, that's not what we call it, right? Because then people get... Healthcare, healthcare for all. I don't know what we call it. Yeah, Medicare for all, healthcare for all, you know. (laughs) Schools, schools paid for, yeah. Gina, can I ask you? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, please do. No, I was going to say, like, going back, like, just throwing it back to Nixon. um, You know, Nixon started off like he, you know, graced us with his tax returns or whatever. And then, you know, 40 years later, we have Trump coming into the presidential campaign uh, of course saying he will show us the tax returns um, but once his audit's complete um, which we later have found we still haven't seen but you know how weird is that how weird is it that he didn't has didn't as a president show his tax returns to us and still hasn't well, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, again, he's the only can or the well, certainly the only president, but the only candidate who hasn't since Nixon. Oh, and the reason that he was under audit was because he got a seventy-two million dollar tax return mm-hmm. because because he had claimed so much loss, so much loss. Right. So that's like that's not good. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So basically every president, every candidate since Nixon has given some sort of part of their tax return. Sure. And then now nothing. Right. Yeah. And then how are we supposed to like, how is it that we are now trusting this person? Well, and you would, and again, if, if he felt that he was being misrepresented, like there's a super easy way to clear it all up. I mean, you know, you could just show us. Right. I don't, you know, and the data now, what is it? It says like how many years of the last 15, no taxes paid. I mean, an astonishing amount. It's, under- right, and- it's understandable why he wouldn't want to share that. Well, and that's the thing, too, is the I mean, the reason that that he was able not to, again, is because of loss. Like, if you're losing money, you don't. That's not good. Yeah. Like, again, again, I, I just like I feel like if you were, the, I don't know, you know, if you had a financial advisor. <laughs> That you were trusting and you were like, um, uh, well, like, you know, where can I meet you? Like, where's your office? Like, well, um, you know, I'm working out of my car now. Right. Um, because I've lost so much money. I mean, not only my own, but every, every one of my clients, uh, I'd be like, well, (sighs) 
I got, you know what? I am. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you all of my money. Do you know what I mean? I'm gonna trust and trust you with everything yeah. I hold sacred, with your history of losing everything, like not only the money, like considerable fortune sure. your father left you, but like anytime you've you have been given any sort of money, you've immediately lost it. Just immediately lost it and then taken on more money and more loans. I mean, dangerous loans from dangerous people and then lost it immediately. And then at the same time, shocking. Yeah, saying, selling yourself as a businessman. I mean, that would be helpful to know. I think that would be helpful to know for, you know, somebody running for president. Right. Again, it's like, if I, I, if that, that's like super bad judgment, right? Like, I mean, of course, if he's like, Yeah, I mean, <laughs> national security. He's like, oh, well, I mean, yeah, I could see, like, I know y'all want me to be bad at Saudi Arabia right now, but, like, they are buying so many of our planes and we <laughs> super need the money. Like, surely you get that. Like, oh, my God. And I've got, like, <laughs> on a personal note, I've got so much money on the line. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get the, like, oh, my God. <sighs> I mean, please don't embarrass me in front of my friends. God, <laughs> we got so much money on the line. Like, oh, but like for example, so um, as as many of you may know, they uh, while they still had um, the Republic Senate, House, and President, they passed a huge tax bill. And, um, and it was like, it was beautiful because it was, it just really alleviated the pressure on the middle class and, um, <laughs> cut our tax burden. And, um, I think a lot of you noticed, oh, wait, I'm sorry. That's not true. Uh, what it did, it, it actually went, um, it went to not even the 1%, but like the 1% of the 1%, like just all just right to the rich, um, the richest of the rich. And, um, yeah, we, I, th- I think, I think we covered that in another tax of pot. I, I don't know why. Like, I don't even know that much about money. I know. I didn't, e- I didn't even know until, you know, doing a little reading, you know, to prepare for this, that, uh, the, the first time there was like income tax was, you know, to help pay for civil war or clean up from the civil war. I had no idea. <laughs> it's sort of tax is not my top topic. <laughs> no, but you know what I was thinking about is like, you know, um, like as as we've talked about, I was, um, you know, I was raised in a very religious household. Yeah. And, you know, the, the story is that, you know, Jesus always, you know, he hung around like the undesirables, mm-hmm. right? And it was always said like, I think it was Matthew. I don't know. But, you know, one of the most undesirables was, you know, and at this point I'd be like, what, child murderers? Yeah. No, no, no. He was a tax collector. It's like, what? What? <laughs> like, like, why? Like, what? Why were they like bad? Like, were they super violent? Like, I don't know. I mean, like, they like collected taxes and nobody liked that. Like, but we pay taxes. Like, people. Well, I'm like, what's the difference? I don't know. I mean, like, they just all, like, people just always hated tax collectors. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely, like, I've always felt, 
I mean, I've always felt about taxes like I want people to be taken care of. And if if like a little portion of my income goes to that and then we can all be taken care of, like, yeah, then great. Right. Right. And then I think like with the it was like the French Revolution, it was like they, they had like over like it was like when they started. Was it like right when they started taxing the nobility mm. when they were like, Mm-mm. I can't believe <laughs> you how dare you <laughs> like that was like a real problem and yeah. it was like wait guys <laughs> like if you think this is a problem you have no idea what's coming <laughs> i was like honestly like if you haven't learned anything by now i was like you know what guys like maybe like amazon and get like maybe y'all should like pitch in a little more yeah because, well, well if you yeah. haven't learned anything i mean anyway, and certainly was- certainly if you have employees that are needing to you know use the systems that the taxes are funding you should be maybe paying them more or contributing a bit more i know like in, well okay but for example um this is like like the year after that huge tax bill was passed the companies which include tech giants such as amazon and netflix should have paid a collective $16.4 billion in federal Whoa. income taxes based on Tax Cuts and Jobs Act's 21% corporate tax rate, according to um, Left-Leaning Institute Taxation and Economic Policy. Instead, these corporations received a net tax rebate of $4.3 billion. Uh, the analysis is based on corporations' annual financial reports, which were filed earlier this year to report their 2018 results. So, well, so obviously this is from 2018, yeah. but nonetheless, rather than paying 16.4 billion, they got a tax rebate. So, thanks for that. Well, yeah, you know they have a lot of money with and their lawyers figuring out all the little secret ways they can not pay taxes. The rest of us cannot afford to do that. Oh, and that's the other thing was that, um, the, which is amazing in the ProPublica, was that there another thing that the Republicans especially were putting a lot of pressure is the earned income credit mm-hmm. uh, for the – so earned income tax credit. So they were – one of the ways that they were trying to save money is that – again, and so these are like working class people – and they really depend on this refund, like this tax refund. And like it was really sort of agreed upon because rather than like welfare programs or other things, those working people could get this refund. And they felt that like always, you know, like when they were drug testing for food stamps, the rest, they were like going to ferret out people cheating for. And by the way, as you won't be surprised, people aren't cheating. Like, if anything, they've misunderstood because it's, like, like ridiculously more – anyway. No, the complexity – there's no way a normal person could understand the complexity of the tax code. Um, so, so to put – okay, this is another direct, direct quote from them. But to put it another way, as the IRS has dwindled in size and capability, audits of the poor have accounted for more of what it does. Last year, the IRS audited – 381,000 recipients of the um, earned income tax credit. That was 36% of all the audits the IRS conducted, up 33% from 2011. So, like, again, 
the, again, these people who could not afford to get a lawyer and go through this auditing process, the rest of it, and, you know, let, all of this would be much better spent. Like, so the people who are, are audited the most are the earned income tax credit and then people like in the over the 500,000. Mm-hmm. Right. But again, like there are uh, people that have like elaborate like a tax haven set up and please go after them. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was reading something where somebody was getting audited and withheld their refund and like, you know, people are relying on their refund. That's technically their money. And yeah. they go to get audited and it holds it up. And, you know, like, as we said, the IRS has been gutted. They don't have as many people. It takes a long time for these processes to go through. And then you're just, you know, this person who, who really needs that $1,000 or $2,000 or whatever. And that's the thing. So the result of all of this bureaucracy means that they have, there is tens of billions of, like, of lost government re- revenue. Mm-hmm. It's just, I mean, think of how much, how, and, and when I'm saying that, like, it's not on the, um, earned income tax credit, right? That this revenue is coming from. But again, like people that just didn't file their taxes, a lot of times, like people who are in business for themselves, right? Like that just don't report all of their income, you yeah. know, so they're under reporting their income. So, but the truth, and the other thing is that there, you know, there are countries that, that this has happened to that have fallen into financial ruin. Like this, there's a playbook for this. There, when you don't support these agencies and they can't collect the tax, like, then we don't have the revenue to run these, like all of these things are necessary. You know, there's a, there's a price to be paid for it, you know, like all of these things, I, I it's like I feel like we're learning all these lessons the hard way. But all of these things that seem, you know, like kind of dorky and school mar like school marmy and you know like what people cynical people make fun of do gooders. But you know regulations. You know that's why we don't want lead in our drinking right, water. Right. You uh, know, and even with the regulations, we still get that because the greed yeah and that's exactly what i mean you know you don't want like roller coasters that are gonna kick like cut your kids heads off right. you know but like there's just so much thing you know you need these like these institution you don't you know there's a reason you don't want crooked people running things that are important to you you right. know yeah well like, self-discovering just doesn't work i mean people have capitalistic greed and they're going to try to get as much money as they can. And if without without the regulation stepping in, that's the only thing stopping them sometimes, you know. I mean, like everybody has to be held accountable. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, I like if you anybody left to this their own true. devices. I mean, that's like why I have a trainer when I work out, because if I do it myself, I'm just going to do a couple sit ups and then pat myself on the back and be on with my day. I mean, look, like I look, I have to go to therapy every two weeks. Yeah, and I say have to because if I don't, Megan, you need, look, you know I'm not stable. <laughs> I'm not stable. Yeah, we all like, we all need we all need that accountability. 
you know, I, I set adrift on memory bliss, you yeah. know. <laughs> but, some, you know, you need somebody to be like, you know. Yeah, look, you're you the doing? little angel, you know, over here. <laughs> against right. your little devil over here. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for, again, what I can only say is, like, beautiful music collaborations. <laughs> I mean, when you bring out... <laughs> Your 17th synthesizers. I was like, that's too many. <laughs> yeah. And, but look, you got on them and like a whirling dervish and you took me somewhere. No. And it's even more impressive because they're all, all the way that they're all plugged in together and work together. <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't look, it shouldn't uh. work. And again, like, I feel like, I feel like we raised a couple spirits from the dead. I, wow. It took me somewhere, but I mean, not only is all right laptop going to go places, but (laughs) I feel like, I feel like this tax of pod is really going to reach people. Maybe we can do a GoFundMe for the IRS because (laughs) people are just going to start like sending personal checks in with their taxes. But, oh God! you know, I mean, look, do something positive. And, um, oh, please visit us at, um, you know, Acts of Pod on Twitter, Acts of Pod at Facebook, Acts of Pod six feet away from your mother's house. <laughs> and, um, you know, hopefully one day. You know, Megan, you'll come back. I would love to. Until then, I'll be listening on uh, on the Overcast app that, that I use for the podcast. Oh, thank you, buddy. Yeah. Thanks. I appreciate that. Great. Right. Well, you know, good luck to everybody. We love you. I don't know about Megan. I, I Do you? Do you love them, too? Oui, je t'aime. <laughs> <laughs> right. Bye, buddy. <laughs> Bye.